Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Just Being Amos Podcast. I'm your host, Amos, and my co-host Trevor is with me on this podcast, and we're going to talk about the Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 4, the pros and cons, and the things that, that we thought was good and bad. Hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to Just Being Names Podcast. It's been a while guys, too long. I got my co-host with me, I have Trevor Dowling. Yo, it's me. Yeah, I gave his government name guys, check it out. What's up Trevor? What's up? Yeah man, it's been a while dude. I know, it's good to be back, good to be back. I know everybody missed us. You think? Well, I know a couple of people who listen to our podcast who are like, when, what happened to your podcast? Why did it stall out? <laughs> yeah, because ideas and life happened, everything else happened, you know, jobs and stuff. And also, pan, the pan, no, I can't fault on yeah, you can't. We I'm already not, were doing it during can't the pandemic. Do that. No, I cannot. <laughs> can't fault on it. It's all on me. But, you know, it's no, I'm back now with Trevor. Uh, I got things to say, more things to say. You know, and um, I have nothing to say. No, that's why I got you on here. Just like I've never had anything to say at all. I know I don't have opinions about anything. No, none whatsoever, man. None whatsoever. So yeah, like I said, everything's been okay over here. You know, in um, Atlanta, hot Atlanta because it's very hot. It's been very hot this summer. Yes, it has. It's going to cook a damn breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's <laughs> on the street of Atlanta, man. That's what I do, man. I just go out and I grill on my on my tarmac. Man, you don't actually cook, Trevor. I cook sometimes. I don't grill. Oh, man. You're not a grill master, huh? Not at all. So, Trevor, what you been up to since the last time we did a podcast? Uh, <laughs> I'm mostly just the same as usual. Just, you know, I do my usual thing. I... I play a lot of video games and, you know, try and platinum them, and then uh, watch an anime, and that's mostly it, you know. And it's typical, that's it. Yep. Nothing else. Okay. All right, cool. So, in this episode right here, we are going to talk about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Phase 4, to be exact, because it's a long time coming. Phase 4 has been completed in the beginning of this year. We have Phase 5. Right. With um, Ant-Man and the Wasp and Quantumania. You know, we had um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and Secret Invasion so far for Phase 5. Yeah, that was a great one. Yeah, we're going to get back onto that subject later on. <laughs> so we're going to talk about Phase 4. We're going to dissect it a little bit. You know, we're going to rant a little bit. We're going to do all that good thing, you know. Yeah, because I, I think it's probably best to kind of um, preview the fact that I know a lot of people out in the world are thinking this too, but, you know, as much as in the past we've been usually pretty hyped and positive about all the MCU projects and everything, we're kind of like getting over it. It's like, it's just been a decline, so... This isn't going to be like, yay, everything's hunky-dory podcast, so just be be forewarned. (laughs) Everything is not be hunky-dory like Trevor said. And all like peaches and creams, cream. So, well, you know, when they did Phase Three, that you know that ended with Endgame and everything, and people had high expectations going forward for Phase Four. 
So phase four, the first movie that came out was Black Widow. Now this is doing after the pandemic happened and stuff like that. And they actually put it on the streaming service, the Black Widow movie. Right. At the same time, I, I think it did well, not get to the movie theaters at all. No, this was during pandemic time. 2021. I'm trying to think. Yeah, did it go to the movie theaters? Um, it might have. It was short-lived. But if it was, it's like nobody was going to the theaters at that time. So no. they, they put it on Disney+, Plus, but it was... You had to pay for it. Yeah, you had to pay for it if you wanted to see it uh, like a month or two early, however long it took. Well, this is the infancy of Disney+, Plus, you know, when it started out. So right. And they had people paying for a movie that you actually paying for a subscription for. You know that it was. It was well. I mean, it's it's like all the other streaming services. When a new movie comes out and you want to own the digital one, you pay like twenty bucks to own it or whatever, and now you have it to download and all that stuff. But so it's the same type of thing. You were just that was the streaming platform you could buy it from and watch it on. Yeah, and once you watch it, it's forever in the your service. Right. And I actually I rented it. So that was the first movie from Phase Four, Black Widow. Now, in my opinion, this is me. This is my podcast. You know, I'm going to have my opinions and Trevor also. My thing with Black Widow is a little bit too late for it, that movie. Yes, it was It was definitely too late. Yeah. Making, making a movie that, you know, stars like, you know, this central female protagonist that we've seen throughout all of the, you know, Avengers movies since Iron Man 2. Right. Um, to suddenly be like, okay, yeah, let's finally give her her movie because, you know... Maybe women sell. Um, but the kicker is this. She's dying. But, yeah, she but dying. it's like, we're going to do it like in the past because this character is already dead. So, you know, it's... Yeah, it just... It was nice to get more information about her. And, you know, I've, I've always welcomed for a Black Widow movie. But at the same time, it just... Yeah, it was, it was too little too late. Yeah, it was a little bit too late, man. And like I said, it was not a bad movie. I enjoyed that one. But the thing is, like you said, this character is already dead. We know she's not going to survive. And they actually going back to the past. And, you know, it's always say the, the Budapest. Remember Hawkeye? Right. always just uh, just like Budapest. I just not, not like I remember. You may remember it differently. But, you know, they give, they touch on that and things of that nature. Then we get a little bit of her background, her background, her backstory in Black Widow. Because it's Black Widow, actually, um, women. Who are trained to be assassins? It's just right. not from the Natasha, red, the red room, the yeah. red room, right? So it was plenty of black widows, agents, right? Words. So yeah, it was it was good to see her in action, and it it did help introduce us to um, Yelena, yeah, y Yelena and red uh, her Guardian. sister, and then the Red Guardian, and so you know they'll be able to play a role in the future. But right. yeah, it was like Black Widow's movie, but it's like well, Black Widow's done. You know, we don't have her in the future. And the biggest travesty of it all for me is, as a comic book nerd, as a fan, I, I mean, I read comic books, guys. You saw when Taskmaster, <laughs> the power that was supposed to be, was not power that was from a microchip in this girl, this woman's head. It was, they swatched Ninja, which I didn't mind. It's just the fact that the way the power set was. Right, made. a different power set. And I, I know a lot of people complained about because... Taskmaster is usually pretty mouthy. Yes. Um, but whereas, yeah, she was stoic and silent, like didn't ever talk. Yeah. So, you know, definitely different character. I I didn't mind so much, but I can definitely understand why people would be upset by that. Yeah, and, you know, and, and like you said, they were well, Yelena, Yelena and the Red Guardian, 
Now, you said for the future tense. Now, that was them to push them towards the other projects, which they have announced. Right. And Thunderbolts, which I got another story on that one. I mean, that. Right. They, and Yelena showed up in the, the Hawkeye Hawk TV series. Right. So. so, that happened. So, that was the first movie for Phase 4. Then, after that, not too long ago, was Shane, Shane Chi, or Shane Chi, Shane Chong. Shang Chi. Shang Chi of The Legend of the Ten Rings, which came out in September. That you know, it was a summer, a summer movie. I guess September still the summertime, right? I mean, it's, it's late summer. I mean, technically September is still in the summer, right? So with this, this is like a, it was an origin story, you know. Um, and I enjoyed it because I like martial arts. I like that. Shang Chi is probably one of my favorites of Phase Four, right? So I enjoyed it, and I mean, I'm a big martial art, martial artist guy, man. I like some stuff like that, and it was different. You know, we didn't have. Um, a Marvel film dealt with martial arts, you know, you know, with the right. karate, kung fu, all that stuff. We never dealt with that. You know, we seen Captain America with his shield kicking ass and stuff like that with Bucky, <laughs> and, you know, but we never seen an actual person, actual character, that had in the arts of karate. I mean, all the martial arts. Um, right. Stuff, so we so. get a lot more of like the Asian heritage, and you know, um, and yeah, the martial arts. And then, you know, the mystical, uh, mystical yeah, I thought we had, all. you know, it introduced some some interesting characters. You know, I like Shang-Chi um, and I thought Simu Liu did a really good job with this character. So I'm anxious to see him again. But it's going to be when, when that happens. When's that's going to happen? Yeah, because everything has been restructured now. Right. And so. Um, so, yeah, but I, I really I really did enjoy that one. Um, yeah. I mean, like I said, I mean, I didn't have many problems with it. You know, they made me. If y'all have not seen this movie, it's going to be spoilers. I'm sorry. If you have not seen it since September 2021, yeah, all, all of all of this is going to be spoilers. Spoilers, every bit, every bit of it. So, you know, the abomination made an appearance in there. Wong made an appearance on that. Cause I said I scratched my head. Why in the hell this happened? But it plays a part going to another part project of Marvel. Right. Although speaking of which. <laughs> Wong is probably like the connector between all, all of these of movies, really. <laughs> really, yes, it really is. So we're going to talk about that. So that came out. So the next one, I think this is one of your favorite, and I have trouble with this one, The Eternals. Right. That came out in November. So that was a fall uh, movie, and that came out in November 2021. And it was very ambitious, what it was going for, and they, they missed they missed it. They really did. And what I, my problem was none of these characters were very established. It was an ensemble cast of characters, mm -hmm. actors, I mean, different from different races and I mean, colors and stuff like that, which is fine. But the thing is for me, man, is that I don't know these characters. That was not established before, beforehand. Well, yeah, and that's fine um, that we didn't know them. And I thought they did a good job of establishing them and, you know, introducing us to them. I mean, the was I think it's, there's like nine of them or something. something it, was ten, ten, it was a lot of characters, man. But I think the biggest problem with that movie is that they did the movie, and then it's like, well, one, we had this big... Um, Celestial. Celestial coming out of the Earth. So he's in the middle of the ocean, and we have not heard... And also, like, the big Celestial showed up at the end and grabbed them, all, you know, a couple of them off Earth, and is like, shame on you for not doing what you're supposed to. And nobody's mentioned anything about any of this. Nothing. Happening. You you know, there's a there was a little like newspaper article in She-Hulk she mm -hmm. that said about the hand sticking out of the ocean, but that's it. And so yeah, it just it felt very. It, it just feels like it's completely separate from everything. And the concept they had was say they did deviance and 
you're supposed to get rid of them and stuff like that. And and they always they like they, they gloss over for the past events, which they made reference to in that movie. Thanos with the snap, and I was like, yeah, so why y'all didn't help the Avengers? Well, we didn't want to part and be part of the, um, humans advancing. We did not want to be part of that. We not we right. don't tamper with that. It's BS to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it kind of is, but you know, you definitely had to have a reason why these godlike beings who have been on the Earth for thousands of years did not do anything in any of these battles. Yeah. yeah. So they had to make it so they were standoffish and they only dealt with deviants. But, but that's the crazy part because, you know, this, I'm going to a comic book reference now, not the movie, guys. So in the comic, the, in comic books, Thanos himself, his mother was the internal. He had the deviant gene in him. Right. And then what makes it so bad, I think it's crazy because at the end credit of that movie, Star Fox, so Ray Star Fox, I'm sorry. <laughs> but his, his his ability is so not right. Uh, yeah. In the book, I don't know about in the movie yet. But and he shows up with Pip, the yeah. troll. And I say, really, guys, we're going to do this at the end credit? Like, really, do we really need this guy? And that's another In my thing. opinion, never. Never, man. I'm like, <laughs> never. Do, we, do we really need Star Fox? What did he contribute to the Avengers? He probably did, but man, but he's such a side character to me, man, in the and books. And he's just, like, creepy. <laughs> yeah, man, his abilities, dude, yeah. it's pheromones and stuff, man. Yeah, like, yeah he just, he's just like a sexual predator. That's pretty much all he is. It's just, yeah. Oh, so, I mean, don't anybody get mad at us when we say that stuff. I mean, it just, his powers that's, just... That's just, yeah, that's kind of how he's always come across. He's definitely a product of the 70s. Yeah, and they kind of changed him over the years as far as being a, um, a character, you know. But that's from far and far beyond. I mean, but way you he used to be. But no, man, it's just the fact that Eternals to me was fade when it started out was the weakest movie. It was in the beginning. It, it was it. different from all of the others because it was kind of more of a drama. Yeah. Um, so it moved slow. You know, it was more of a character study, less you know actiony, fighty, whatever. Um, so. That was the type of movie it was meant to be. But yeah, it was, it was definitely different from the things that we've seen in the past. So I can understand why a lot of people were turned off by it. Yeah, I, it was not my favorite at all. So after that, you know I'm coming, Spider-Man, No Way Home. Now, I really enjoyed that. That was the shittiest movie of all of them. No, yeah, you know, I, I really enjoyed that. I mean, I, I, what can I say? I'm, I, love, I like Spider-Man. I collect the books. I'm a big fan of it all. And it came out in... Um, December, yeah, a, a, a great movie to start to end the year as so end the year, right? So I mean, there was them the way to introduce the multiverse, some sort of way they did, which they did, but that was all it was mentioned to the previous movie, remember? The, um, what, the multiverse, yes, to Mysterio. Well, said, in, yeah, in, in the last Spider-Man movie, it was um, <laughs> what Far From Home. Far From Home. Yeah, yeah. they they talk about. Well, it Mysterio was mentions mentioned it, it, but it, it wasn't necessarily real at the time. He so, was making that stuff up. So I think Marvel, they were throwing Easter eggs at the time. So, okay, multiverse. Right. Okay, okay. So um, with this movie, man, um, I think it was great to bring Tom, not Tom Holland, but Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Andrew Garfield, you know, from the previous Spider-Man movies. I think that was excellent. And they played it off with each other pretty well, man. I mean, like they was going the, the back and forth with the dialogue. I think they did a good, a good job of that, man. Yeah, it was really fun. We enjoyed seeing those other Spider-Men back and, you know, kind of in this world. And we'll touch on the multiverse a little bit later, yeah. but this is where they did the multiverse well. You're right. Um, 
But as like, you know, because when we discussed this one on the podcast before we talked about this one, I had said, you know, I've said for a long time I've had trepidation about this multiverse thing they're going in. And then I said, this one did it well. Future ones, uh, my concerns are starting to be justified. Let's just put it that way. Mm. And we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit later, though. Yeah, I mean, so it's gonna be the next one when we talk about the, yep, next, the one. next one. It's gonna be the next one. So that came out, and I, I would, I really enjoyed it. I think it was one of the, it was the better Phase Four movies out of the three that came before it. No, yeah, three that came before it. So that that's that number that was number four, Spider Man No Way Home of the movies. Yeah, yeah. So after that, we get Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Here we go. <sighs> for, for my listeners, Trevor's had trepidation of all this stuff. For me, on the other hand, mm, I mean, but I have pros and just cons. Just in general, this movie, this movie, I did not like. You know the reason why? Because the thing, yeah, I think this movie is supposed to be coming first before No Way Home. I think it's supposed to be, but they pushed it back. Remember, they pushed it back a lot of times. Yeah, a lot of times. Maybe, but that doesn't matter. The movie itself was terrible. I, I did not enjoy this movie. Um, I thought the way it handled Wanda would, went in a direction I did not like. Yeah. Um, there was a lot about the multiverse that I just did not care for. There's, you know, things that were just, I don't know. Uh, you know, finally, what's his name? Mordo? Is that what Yeah, Mordo, yeah. yeah. He finally comes back, but he's like just a, a, a multiverse version. So it's like, you know. Did you really matter? You had set up this thing with him, like, coming back and wanting to destroy sorcerers at the end of the first Doctor Strange movie, but. Now it's like too little, too late. You can't bring him back. Another anymore. missed opportunity yeah. once again. It's been like ten years since then. Has it been that long? No, but like, it's, but I mean, it's been over five years because oh, Endgame. You playing with me, dude? Like, they, like no, 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 not ten actual years of our years, but ten years within the MCU. Oh, because yeah. you had the whole blip was five years. Yeah, right. The blip. Was so five. between Infinity War and Endgame, there's a five-year oh, gap. gap. Oh yeah, that's right. So there's five years plus whatever was before that. Damn, the so, dusting, the blip. And yes. then, yeah, so now that's been a year or two after the blip. So at this point, to bring him back would be useless. <laughs> so that yeah. was kind of like a, you know, a wasted opportunity. And, and, and the wasted and, opportunity wasn't that. It was the Illuminati. That was a the wasted... Ilu- the Illuminati and the way that Scarlet Witch just went through them like that. That was... You know, it was just fodder. mean-spirited. Yeah, yeah, it was just kind of like, eh. Oh, here they go, guys. Right. Cannon fodder. Hey, look, who is, you know, yay, the, the, your favorites, the, it's, you know... Next Good snap. service and yeah. Hair blown off. Yep. Cut in half. Gonna turn you into spaghetti. spaghetti. <laughs> and yeah, and that was the thing that just really, you know, ticked me off is, you know, because we haven't talked about WandaVision. We probably should have been going in order of everything released. But we're gonna come back to that right. though. I mean, because the movie's but, not coming out first. But I mean, it's, it's important to have known what happened in WandaVision for this. this. But even though in WandaVision what she did was wrong, it felt like she was... Figuring out that she did something wrong and was going to do better, better with it. it. Yeah. But instead, they just took her full villain, yeah. and she was full villain. She killed all those guys at Arben. What is it? Armitage. Armitage. Yeah. The, whatever. The, yeah. The monastery. Yeah. Killing all them and killing the Illuminati and just trying to steal children from her alternate. So version. let's do it like this then. Yeah. Since you're talking about Wanda, we gonna skip that one. That one. We gonna talk about Wonder Vision. That was one of the TV shows right. that you said that. So we're going to go back to one division. The reason why she was like that, supposedly, in Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness is back in one division. And one division was the first Disney TV show which had many accolades. Right. It, it, done, it did well. Yeah, you know, it was a good one. It was yes. a good one. 
So one the vision, one the you know she's um, the um, bereavement of vision dying and stuff like that. So as a way for her to cope, she made this made up world. She warped reality. Right. Unfortunately, yeah, she took an entire town captive and right. warped reality and, and yeah, brainwashed, brainwashed the everybody. Yeah. So. so that the concept going back to Doctor Strange in the multiverse. Now she's going through grief. I get your point. She has no right to kill those people the way she did. Right. And people say, well, this and that. And me and me read, read and reading comic books so many years about this character because she has major meltdowns in the books. She does. She's, she's, she's unstable. She's very unstable. She's for, for crying out loud, she said no more mutants in the House of M. She wiped the mutant population out right. the map. Almost, you know. And I, I understand that character from that book, from the book. Now, the live action of it all, it is it's uncalled for uncalled for her to do all the stuff she did. She had no right to go through that and kill all the people like the way she did. Right. And people said, well, she's grieving, she's depressed. Yeah, I she's get grieving, it. she has the dark hold now, so it's warped her to be more evil, and it's like, but, yeah. But but that wasn't very well established. And they um, didn't do a good job of doing right. it. Right, exactly. It just kind of was like, oh, suddenly, oh, you figured out I'm the villain, like right at the, the beginning. beginning. Yeah. But, and then, but that's the whole thing, is if her entire issue is that she feels like her children have been taken from her, or that, you know... Uh, that's what she's angry about. Even though her children were like make believe, made it, made they believe. weren't real in the first place. She made them up, right? But that's what she feels like. So she feels justified that her way of solving that is she's going to go kill an alternate version of herself and steal her children. Well, what about that version of you? So in other words, now you, you just stole her children. You know, it's and, like and, <laughs> in other words, for you is that I, I kind of agree with you on that. They did not establish it. They did not set the ground rules like they needed to. We just like you said in one division, we knew she had a chance to change in one division, right? Where she had the opportunity, but at the end of that, one division, she's working with the dog hold. And we they established the dog hold, the dark hold in one division that this book is not the it's evil, right? Point blank, it's evil, even in the comic book. Man, many people read through the book, Dr. Doom, Wanda, a lot of people. Hell, you know, you had the freaking um, 90s with the Midnight Suns thing. You know, they dealt with the dark hole. So the book is just pure evil, period, point blank. Right. But they don't. But but make a 360 degree turn like she did in um, Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. They didn't establish the right. ground rules. It was it was yeah, it was too sudden. Too but, sudden. They didn't set the ground rules of it all. But yeah, so there, there was just a lot about that. that I didn't even care for America Chavez. She was okay, no. but you know the reason why? Because mm. but that's just like another character that they've now established. But I don't even know what they're planning on doing, doing with her. Yeah, and, so yeah. Young Avengers maybe. Well, she did make an appearance in Young Avengers. With, <laughs> yeah, I, we'll talk about that. I have some bullet points. The thing yeah. you know um, about like major issues that we'll get to, but we could go through the one by one. Well, yeah, you have your bullet points, and I'm gonna I'm gonna come back at you. I would say, oh, you know what? Never look mind. at you. Yeah, come at you. Yeah. So the next one is, oh, God, I'm going to keep this brief. Thor, Love, and Thunder. Came out in, um, okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm going to keep it simple, dude. It was a train wreck. Yes. I'm going to just keep it simple. Because yeah. you know what? It was just too much. It was over the top. No, yeah. I like Ragnarok, okay? I think he did an excellent job of action, comedy, at, at 50 right. 50. He, he got the good mix on that. Yeah. It's like, yes, he changed Thor up, but in my opinion, for the better. Right. Uh, you know, he, he took advantage of Chris Hemsworth's uh, comedic timing, you know, and he really did, like, a good job and made that just a fun 
movie. movie. Yeah, he did. Um, but with this... But this one, it's like he just pushed it too far. So every scene that seemed to have some sort of pathos or drama to it, he had to throw in that funny, you know, whatever that just kind of ruined the moment. It, it was off. Um, it was off. Yes. You know, it didn't it, it didn't mix with the scene for me. Right. Like, and, even... Um, um, what's his name? Gore the Butcher? God Gore Butcher. the God Butcher. He could have been perfect villain. He was kind of wasted. He yeah. was wasted. Once again, that, yeah. back into the old Marvel trope again. We saw wasted him kill villains. one or two gods. and then, That was it. Then he just kind of kidnapped children and sat on a planet waiting for Thor. Right. That's all he did. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that was that was kind of a waste. Um, but yeah, it's like they just... It's like they he decided to take Thor and just turn him into like... A laughing a, joke. A child. Yeah, yeah he was just, just like a, a dumb, dumb, you know. I won't say blonde. A moron. <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, he was a. Um, they turned him into a himbo. <laughs> what you call it, a himbo? Himbo. But no, so it was. Yeah, it was just a waste. Um, you heard the news, I, right? I, I understand what he was going for. The whole idea is it's being told by. Uh, Court. Korg, yeah. So he's problem. telling the story. So of course he's embellishing things and whatever. So I get that that's what it's going for, but it still didn't make it any good. And they wasted the Guardians' time too. Right. Yeah, but he had to do something in order to get them separated yeah. from Thor because James Gunn had no plans to have Thor in Guardians Three. No. So he was like, "Yeah, well, at least Taika Waititi took the bullet for me on that one." But, <laughs> but I mean, I enjoyed seeing them, but yeah, it was just too little. It was like. Really quick, do? It's like a quick five minutes at the beginning, and that's it. And then yeah. they just had to go into all the rest of the shit. I, mean, I know one thing. It was very colorful, though. I know that as far as the visual side. Very colorful, like Ragnarok was. was. But that, besides that, man, then it just... I don't know. In Russell Crowe playing Zor, over, he was over the Zeus. top. Zeus. I said yeah. Thor, I said Zeus. Over the top, man. It was just too much, dude. In the end credit, uh, Hercules showing up. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it right there, man. That's I did not like that from Ted Lasso. Oh yeah, <laughs> I cannot do it, dude. So I did not like that movie one bit. I, I I'm surprised I sat through it. Really? I really I watched it. I watched it on Max, and then you go see it. I mean, I liked it better than Doctor Strange, yeah. but it still wasn't great. Nah, dude. Uh, I take Strange over Thor because to me, man, it was just too much for me, dude. The, the, the antics, the the slapstick, the, it just was too much for me. It was. it was. I wanted balance. It was too much, but for me, Doctor Strange just felt off. And, and that's it, why I don't like Doctor Strange. And, and the thing is, I mean, they changed directors. Yeah. And, and I think in the production of the movie. That's another reason, too, probably. Probably. So, the other one is Black, another one, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, now, that came out in November, dude. That movie was, I mean, um, that movie was just bad. It, it was just bad. I'm sorry, dude. It was just not, there. I did not like that movie. It was just there, though. It, I mean, it... No, don't hate. No, I'm not hating like I, that. I'm yeah, just saying I that, that. I know. Well, I know there was nothing they could do about it, obviously. But it really, unfortunately, it really suffered from not having T'Challa. Yes. You know, Chadwick Boseman really he did a good job. That, that yeah, movie. with Black Panther, and he really carried it. So, other than the Angela Bassett scenes, that movie was just the. And the way they did their her kill, like, come on, dude, you killed off. Yep. And she was the one of the strongest characters that you had in the movie. And don't get me started on Namor. Namor, Namor. I mean, God, Namor. I mean, come on, dude. Now you're switching from Atlantean to what, Peruvian, or was it Aztec? Yeah, something like Aztec or something. I don't know, man. It was South. It was in South America. Yeah, I'm. That's what I know. And I mean, first of all, Namor has a a funky getup anyway with some spandex. I mean, I mean, um, bikini, whatever, and wings on his ankle. 
you yeah. know. I mean, oh, man. Mm. hold up for me. I got to sneeze. Oh. Damn. Okay. Yeah, my, uh, I know that he had a weakness, but my thing with, yeah, Namor is just that Namor is like, he's a little too powerful. Yeah. You know, as long as he's wet, you can't pierce his skin. He can fly, he you can he swim. Said? He can he like, wet. You know, yeah. As long as he's wet. Wrong podcast. Yeah. <laughs> can't do anything to him. You can't pierce that skin. <laughs> no, but it's... I just found... It's like, the guy is a water dude. Yeah. But now you're saying he can fly. It's like, that's too much. You know, it's just, But it's in the books, though. It is, but... Yeah. I don't like Namor from the books. He, you know what I'm saying? He's, he's a butthole, man. He, that's what his character is, a butt. Yeah. I mean, he's an anti-hero. He was the first anti-hero, period. Imperious Rex. <laughs> and had to put it in there. I said, I, I had to put it in there. Of course they did. Come on, that's his tag. I mean, his one of his sayings, dude. So, I mean, all in all, man, Black Panther was not what it cracked up to be for me, man. I mean, without Chadwick Boseman playing T'Challa, I, I kind of suffered. It did. It suffered, sure. man. I mean, they said it was not going to recast. I mean, I think they need to recast the role. Yeah. But now, what the way they did yeah, it now, yeah, he I had a son. I still don't say. Yeah, that's what, they, that's what they've done. Yeah, so he had a son with Nakia yeah. uh, that we learn at the end, who's also named Ch- T'Challa. Right. So this way they can have him grow up and be the new Black Panther, who's still named T'Challa. True. You know, it's it's a nice workaround. But they did. But yeah, there was just I don't know. Shuri just is wasn't enough to be able to carry a movie, and the whole like, uh, what's her name, Ironheart. Um, oh, Riri. Yeah, Riri Williams. They pushed that in there. Yeah, it, she just felt. Jammed in there for no reason. It, it was no they had reason them for all that. fighting. Uh, yeah, they had them fighting in those mech suits at the end, but that did absolutely nothing. That was there was no point to that fight on the water. No, it was uh, even if it was just a distraction so that Shuri could fight Namor on land or whatever. Um, yeah, there was just no point. It was it was like everybody standing around a boat being like, "What the fuck are we doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I I agree with me. I'm not hating on the movie. Just the movie, it was not. I think it could have been better. I mean, first of all, it suffered because of Boseman was not in it. Right. As, as it suffered, I hate to say that, but it did. You know, well, it was your, well I'm just saying, that's my opinion, dude. That's what it is. So it, I watched it. I tried to, I finished out phase four with the movies with that. You know, I didn't go to the movies to see it. The only time I went to the movie theater to see a movie was actually Spider-Man No Way Home and Eternals. <laughs> like, that's the only two Let's movies. See. I saw all of them in theaters. Oh, much. Shang-Chi, I'm sorry. I did well, see. Obviously, Black Widow I didn't see in theaters, but I did buy that one on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Because it was cheaper to buy it and let, you know, yeah. Leslie and my kids and everybody watch it for 20 bucks as opposed to paying 80 bucks in the theaters. Plus, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, I went to all of them, and that was the first one we did not go to see in the theaters. And to be perfectly honest, I bought the other ones or put them on my wish list, wish list for gifts. Yeah. This is the first one I probably will not buy. I, I've gotten to the point where I'm just like, you know what? If I don't like the movie, I'm not going to buy the Blu-ray. I'm not going to do it. I, yeah. I, I stopped doing it. Yeah. I, I kind of was doing it just because I wanted to collect them all, but now I've just gotten to the point where I don't care anymore. The last one I bought was Spider-Man No Way Home. That's the one I got. Yeah. That's the last one I got from this phase. So, I mean, for me, man, like I said, I enjoy Spider-Man. Um, the Ten Rings, Black Patent, Black Winter, but the others, mm, yeah. But anyway, uh, well, let's go into Phase Five. Phase let's, Five, yeah. Okay. Let's touch on Ant Man, unless you want to do those after we talk about the TV shows, because it kind of go 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 hand in hand with the TV show, one of the TV shows anyway, for Ant Man and the Wasp, the Loki. 
Right, that's true. So, okay, so, so why we, don't we go through the TV shows so, and yeah. then we'll get to like Phase Five? Yeah, quick at the end. and we do Phase Five afterwards. Um, okay, so Disney Plus decided, say, you know what, we're gonna go ahead and do some TV shows for Phase Four. Which One Division was the first, and One Division was good. I really enjoyed it. It was, it was something different on the streaming survey. They did so many um, genre, not genre. They did the um, television sitcom, right? The sitcom, it, yeah. They switched formats. like for the different eras, different yeah. eras, so, like, right? Yeah, it started with like the 50s or the 60s or something and then the next year was like what what 50, the tv 60s, shows looked like in the 80s 60s. 90s and the 2000s right so they just kind of went through the entire decades yeah. you know and what the tv shows looked like so it started in black and white yeah. and then slowly got like technicolor and that you know they did the one for the modern family i like that one when she's actually talking to <laughs> yeah but uh, i thought that was pretty cool that was different and i said you know what a marvel might have something here yeah and um, so that happened. Yeah, and it, was, it was sharp writing. It was like, you know, very heartfelt, very, you know, emotionally powerful. Yeah. You know, we kind of understood what she was going through. So this is a way to also bring back old characters from previous movies, right. like Wu from Ant-Man. Right. So and yeah, also and we saw Darcy, Darcy from, from Thor. Thor, yeah. So that's cool when they introduced Monica Rambeau, which as younger, yeah. she was in Captain Marvel. The, the, her character right. was we, in Captain yeah, Marvel. Yeah, we met her as a child in, in Captain, yeah, Captain Marvel. Marvel. So, by the way, they haven't that come out later this year, the Marvels. Yes. That's not going to talk about that. <laughs> so, so the, I thought that was pretty awesome, dude. You mm -hmm. know, they, and they brought in the White Vision. Right. So, Although we haven't seen or heard from him since. I, thank and, you. Yeah. So, it's, it's, this is starting to become the problem. They introduce characters and then they fuck off somewhere and we have no idea when we'll ever see them again. In the early, um, from 1, 2, and 3, you saw those characters come back. They showed up. They showed up and they came back. You know, in the, first, in the first three phases. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's a point I'm gonna make later, although I can make it now. Make it now. I mean, so, I'm here. The biggest problem with the MCU right now for Phase Four and Phase Five is that there's so many like shows and movies and stuff that are mostly solo outings. Self-contained. So, right. They're very self-contained. There's not a lot of connective threads between them, and that's what people are kind of getting sick of. And you can be like. And, you know, one of the things is, well, Endgame kind of ended that, so now we have to start over and create all these characters. But here's the thing. We are now 21 total projects in that we have already been released in Phase 4 and Phase 5. Right. And we still have not had a team-up. No, we have not. The first Avengers movie came after five movies. True, it did. So we had Iron Man, Iron Man 2, The Incredible Hulk, Thor 1 and Captain, Captain America, America yep. and then we had Avengers and then there were four more movies and then we had the next oh, Avengers Avenger, movie. Yep. This one we're 21 in and we still Ten have not had up. any sort of team up. The first team up will probably be, well you count the Marvels, but yeah. will probably be the Thunderbolts. And yeah, and that's a not well known, right. people like, don't know about them. Right, it's not like an Avengers lineup or anything I think that's like a that. bad decision. Right. I think that's not a good decision. I know I had a reservation about that anyway, the way they announced the people. Not the Thunderbolts, who they might be fighting. Right. He's a superpower, a Superman type character. Like, mm -hmm. why in the hell you want to put that type of character against? I know. Let's let's put a bunch of people who don't have, have superpowers, superpowers up against. Yeah, Superman. Right. I like do. I mean, God. But that's besides another day, man. But I get what you're saying. It's not have not been a team up. Right. And yeah, and that's been one of the big complaints that people have had is that yeah, there are too many self-contained. Introducing too many characters, too many post-credit teases with new characters. Like, hey, they're going to show up. Yeah, when? 
what are you planning on doing with all of these characters? Um, and yeah, that's the problem. It just feels like there's too many loose threads hanging around and no... No... Um, Connectivity. Yeah, no wrap-up for it. Yeah. No, yeah, nothing to, to say when that's going to come into play. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I mean, I don't, I don't disagree on that one at all. I get your point. I get your point. But, you know, if you're talking about team up, the next one, the Falcon and the Winter oh, yeah, Soldier. Okay. Mm -hmm. See how I segue that? Nice job. Yeah, so, <laughs> so that's, that's one team up. You know, former sidekicks of um, Captain, Captain America. America. Yeah. Bucky and um, Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson. So I, I enjoyed that one. I mean, I'm not going to lie on that. I enjoyed that one. It was very geopolitical. Yes. And it had to deal with society as it is today. Which is nothing wrong because, you know, people are saying, well, Marvel trying to get political. Y'all understand Marvel Comics was based on that. With yeah. X-Men, Black yeah. Panther, Luke okay. yeah, it's, it's always been political. I always have been. Yeah. And so people say, well, they woke. No, motherfucker, it ain't woke. I'm sorry about the language, but it's not wokeness, yeah. man. They've been like that. Stan Lee even said it about X-Men. That's beside another day. We'll talk about another subject. <laughs> but anyway, so um, I enjoyed that. I like the little Easter eggs, you know. And what's so funny about that, though, man? Rhodey showed up. You know what? He got a nomination, dude. I know. He shows up for two, two minutes, minutes. And all he does is just talk to Sam, and they give him an Emmy nomination. And we're going to go back to that, too, when we come to another yeah, TV Yeah, we, we will talk about that when yeah. we get to Phase 5. Yeah, so. Uh, but, yeah, he showed up. I'm like, really, dude? He just wasted his time. I know. Even, even he was like, why right. did I get nominated for this? Right. <laughs> like, really, dude? But I think... Um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier was um, a good TV series right after Wonder Vision. It was something different. Again, it was similar to the Captain America mythos of the yeah. of political things, espionage, spy, I mean, intrigue stuff. Yeah, it was kind of like a good, you know, buddy TV show. You yeah, know? buddy had, cop. <laughs> yeah, the two of them getting along like oil and water. It's, right. But, you know, it, it was fun. They eventually kind of found common ground and, you know... Um, and yeah, and so it ultimately resulted in Sam Wilson picking up the shield and becoming the new Captain he America. Very, he was very reluctant yes. at first, and Bucky wants to. He gave it to you, man. Right. You know, but oh, but yeah, they did. But yeah, he. But then, as he apologizes at the end, they didn't quite understand the full scope of what it you know and repercussions of being like. Hey, Mr. Black Man, you're <laughs> going to now be the symbol of America, and everybody's going to be cool with that. Right. No, they're no, not. not. No, yeah. they're not, no. So. Yo, that's, that's a black Captain no, America. That's Captain America. Right. And how they kind of change it up, see, so Captain America. Captain America be anybody. Exactly. He, it's a symbol. Right. You know, yeah, as long as he been. stands up for, yeah, the. The unjust well, and. <laughs> the positive traits of America. Not the negative, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he was like that in the comic, but he became nomad because he got tired of it. Yeah. You know, and um, I, I guess you could say he was like that in um, the Avengers. He left. Mm -hmm. Michelle, he came like Nomad. But that was a good series. And after that, we get Loki. <laughs> now, back to that. Right. This is where we get the multiverse stuff from. Although, going back to Falcon and Winter Soldier uh -huh. real quick, I did not care for the way it ended setting up Sharon Carter as the bad guy. Oh, they don't retcon that. Yeah, apparently, apparently the fans are like, not happy. It sounds like they are, but yeah, because that's just like, what the fuck is she that? She's the damn broker. Yeah, power broker. No, why do her like that? Although she got railroaded by the FBI and everything, it don't make her that salty. Right, exactly. It's like I get, I get that she had, you know, her grievances, but yeah, 
to suddenly make her like a villain. Uh -uh. Not buying it. That's so crazy. yeah, I was not happy about that. I was not happy either. That's so. one of the minuses I didn't like about that. But I bet to Loki now. I ain't really. I enjoy. See, look, the Disney TV shows. I'm gonna say like this. In the beginning, they started. They started out, out really great. well. Yes. yes. So Loki was another refresher. It was something totally different. Mm -hmm. And everybody loved Loki, man. He's one of the favorite, I guess, villains. Loki was, yeah, he's a favorite. Because he's, he's one of the more well-developed um, villains. Not to mention he's, you know, attractive on the eyes for most ladies. That's why they love him. Um, but yes, so he's a fun character. And this one kind of took it back to right, at, you know, right after the first Avenger. So he's still kind of in evil Loki mode. Right. Um, but, you know, then we had to see him have to... Except, come to grips. Yeah, come to grips with everything that his future then laid out and how it was kind of all a waste in the end. Right. Um, so he kind of starts to come to grips with that and realizes that, yeah, maybe he should be a little bit of a better person. And, you know, um, so it, it was nice to see some progress with him and, you know, with his. And, of course, Loki would fall in love with his himself. Of yeah, course. A, a female version of himself. You know, that just makes sense. <laughs> yes, it does. Because in, in the book, once again, I'm making references again, guys. He was a female in the book. Yeah, he, he did could, change genders. He could change, yeah, to a, a female, a male, a kid. Yeah. You know, so. so he could do that. He's a god. Yeah. He's a, a trickster. So that was good. And um, another one is, what is? Well, and Loki, key thing, because we were going to talk about the what we said with Quantum, is Loki introduced, like, the multiverse. I'm sorry. He introduced a variation of Cain the Conqueror was he who remains. The he who remains. He right. was a variant. And which, so, by the way, he explained it very well in Loki. Yes. The multiversal war that they had. Right. So, well, the entire... Loki takes place in the TVA, which mm -hmm. is kind of the... What is it? What is it? Temporal, Temporal variant. No. Authority. Authority, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, their kind of... Their job is to remove people from the timeline who are going to screw up the timeline because if you mess up the timeline too bad, it opens it branches up. Branches out. Yeah, it branches out and opens up the multiverse and can cause chaos. So they're basically there to make sure that doesn't happen. And so that's why they pulled Loki in this situation because he should not have been there. Uh, and so that's kind of what it all deals with is this multiverse. And then, yes, then we, we meet He Who Remains. And he explained it very well. Right. So I understand it. You know, because it was self-contained. It was contained. So once it branches out, then it's like you said, all hell break loose. He, the variant here, this variant over there. Is, and then how we go back to Spider-Man No Way Home. Right. All the variations of him the gates, and his villains. Yeah, the gates were starting to open. open. So, right. yeah, it's, it's easier to connect to them. Um, but that was, yeah, that's the thing that he who remains said. So he's a variant of Kang. Right. Or, a Kang, I mean. Kang. Kang. Um, and so what he, um, basically he's the one kind of holding it together because he knows that all of his other variants are nasty, nasty individuals. Uh, not good. So he is holding it together so that they cannot jump around the multiverse and mess things up. Um, so that's what he explains. And he did a good job of explaining right. it. Right. But he says, if you kill me, that all gets undone. And unfortunately, Sylvie, who is the female variant of Loki, kills him. Um, and then, yeah, so now the floodgates are open. Oh, yeah, open, buddy. Yes. So, like, and it, what is, why is that right there? What, what if? No, the what if. I mean, then after that, you get what if. 
You got a Black Widow before Loki. Loki. What's that all about? This is in release order. Oh, okay. Oh, you got a release order. Movie, yeah, TV. Movie and TV shows. Okay. So you got the, um, what is? He's looking at my notes, by yes, the way. Yes, yeah, guys, don't mind me. I'm being nosy. <laughs> so um, then you have that, you have the what if. Which I say you didn't like, but to me, it was an animation. And, I mean, I like animation stuff, so. Um, I was, I was, it was, I was cool with it. The zombie thing, I was, I was surprised they went that way mm-hmm. because this Marvel zombies, dude. We talking about bodies and flesh and stuff like that. There are a few, there are a few good episodes, but yeah, we, I mean, we already discussed this one yeah. on the podcast, so I don't want to get in too nah. deep with it. But I didn't like the way they connected everything at the end. Um, but and, can you fault them for that because it's the, that was their goal anyway? Right, that was their goal, but. At the same time, with some of the with some of the episodes, the problem I have with animation and comics when they do when they take something that was a real live action movie or TV show yeah. and then they turn it into a comic or a cartoon is that everybody suddenly can defy physics. Everybody can suddenly do things that they couldn't do in real life. So, so you mean to tell me it gets a little bit? I, there's a lot of crazy stuff that happens, but. A lot of times when they do that, it gets like a little too much that it feels too cheesy. And that's my, that's part of my problem with it. Dude, we're talking about comic books, dude. And we're talking about animation, though. I know. But if you start out as something that's not a comic, comic that's live action. and then it turns into a comic, like... Like Asian Coulson. And he was a live action. They put him in the comics, right? Right. But I'm more talking about... So take like Firefly. That was a, a TV, TV show, show. Firefly. Well, then they started making the comics after the show was canceled and everything. But the comics just got kind of ridiculous because it was like, oh, and now you're bringing that guy back who was killed in the pilot, and now you're doing this. And, yeah. and you, you had people doing things that they couldn't do in reality because physics would define. And so I was like, I'm done. Star Wars is the same way. <laughs> Star Wars retconning canon and doing like a whole well, bunch, bunch of stupid of shit. Yeah. I can't read the comics because of that either. It just. Well, you read one, though. Dr. Afro is pretty that's good. That's different, but that's brand new. Right. Although, now that they're starting to add in, the, they started adding in the, the girl from... Um, what? Uh, from Solo. Amelia Clark's character from Solo. Yeah. She started oh, coming in. Oh, she's in, in the, in the, the, the Star Wars and, universe. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then they started mixing too much of like the, the regular Star Wars comic into it. I was like, eh. Yeah. Okay. You're losing me. So, so I stopped yeah. reading that one. But, yes. It's that type of thing. And that's what What If felt like to me. It just... Uh, it didn't... Yeah, it... They, they just never gels properly. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it was different from the TV, the, for the Disney Plus um, streaming service. I mean, they, they have first animation. So it won't be the last one because they are making X-Men 97, which is a revival of the animation sh- move show from the Fox Kids back right. in the day. And they got a Spider-Man freshman year coming. And they got a, they got another season of What If coming. What If, but, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I, I enjoyed it, man. I I I looked at it for what it was worth. I mean, it was something they push, trying to expand the multiverse. In other words, the Watcher, Utu, yeah, mm-hmm. Utu. So I saw that. So next one we had is um, Hawkeye, right? Hawkeye. Which is your favorite character? That one I loved. I, I know I you really love that liked one. Hawkeye, yes. I had nothing against Hawkeye, man. I, I like I said, I enjoyed that one too. It was it was good. It was good. And um, I'm happy Jeremy Renner got some time to shine. Yes, so we got Finally. him. Yeah, and then we got introduced to Kate Bishop. Yep. So Haley Stanfield was really good, mm-hmm. uh, enjoyable. We got Yelena cool. showing up, so that was that was great. Her her um, interaction with Kate Bishop was, that was hilarious, was fun. And yeah. then we of course get the Kingpin. Of course. Up. So now it brings into you know 
the possible Daredevil connection and everything like that. And Lucky the Dog. Right. Yes, and Lucky, Lucky the, the Dog. dog. <laughs> Pizza Dog. Pizza Dog. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, so that one I really liked. And, you know, it. I really enjoyed that one because it really focuses on what it's like to be just a guy mm-hmm. with all of these superheroes and whatever, just, you know. And you see the doing punishment he gets while with the super with the Avengers, uh, his body go through all that crap. You see it, right? They show the thing because yeah, he's got a hearing issue, which right. of course for me, who's like partially deaf in one of my ears, that was kind of a big thing too. It's yeah. you know, it's I mean, it's nice representation for other people. Plus, you had Echo, who's also deaf, deaf right? Um, but you know, for me, that was very powerful because it's like I kind of get what's going on here. You know, I can relate. Um, so that was it was nice to see how one of my favorite characters kind of get something that you know I can relate to that you know it's like yeah I'm kind of like that too yeah uh, for me um, I was happy to see him get his, his time to shine dude you know, it was many times that well he's just an archer yeah Green Arrow's an archer he had a freaking damn what eight seasons yeah he had <laughs> yeah. he, had, long he with had his that. own show and yeah, nobody he, complained about it right him right so you know he all he had his thing so that Hawkeye, Hawkeye had his. So I really enjoyed that. I'm glad Kingpin came back. They gave, it was a comic book version of Kingpin, not the Netflix series. No, he's he seems to be distinctly different from the Netflix series. Yeah, but same actor playing the same character. Yeah, so. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Damn bugs. But anyway, so I enjoyed Hawkeye. Now, here we go, the other stuff right behind Hawkeye. Now, here comes the stuff that was like from the rest of them. Well, I take that back. At the Hawkeye, the we next had one was Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Now I enjoyed Moon, Moon Knight. Moon Knight was great. Yes. Whether Moon Knight is ever going to show up again or connect to anything, that's a different story. Once again, we said myself contained. Right. Self contained. Which I didn't. I'm mad, mad at that because I enjoy Moon Knight, and Moon Knight is one of those characters in the comic book that he was written by many um, writers and many different variations of this character. Yes. Character. So I mean. It, it dealt with identity, dissociative yeah, order. Yeah, dissociative identity. The order, yeah. I had dealt with that. The trauma, how trauma affects a person's mind. I thought that it hit very well in one episode. They showed the reason why he's like that. Mm-hmm. It dealt with that. And the action, it was good. Right, and it brings in all the Egyptian gods and the... You know, People don't the know about which there are really... Underworld and yeah. But, so it was... Yeah, so it had like nice mythology. Right. You know, it was fun... Uh, you know, Oscar Isaac was fantastic. Right. Uh, you know, playing three different distinct individuals. Yes. Um, so yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed that one. And, 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 you know, and if if it never connects with anything else, good. You know, know, at this know. point, now that everything's declining in quality, I'm okay for it to stay separate. But give us a second season. I would love to I see. Thought it. he talked about that. I don't know if they've guaranteed one that's coming. I don't know if they've uh, they've. Um, now, for me as a fan, I mean, like I said, I enjoy Moon Knight, and and they, like you said, it's self-contained, and it's as part of to me that's part of the mystical, the the um, supernatural part of Marvel right. because it dealt with deities, gods, and stuff right. like that, and religion. In other words, dealt with religion, mm-hmm. and so I mean, they never dealt with that, and it was the first they they dealt with it. You know, Thor is a god and Loki is god, but they never it's really never deal with religion, it. Religion, whereas but, this one definitely had. You know, the religious deities from Egyptian mythology, as well as uh, Ethan Hawke's character. I can't remember his name, but he was definitely kind of like a faith-based. Yes, he was like a cult um, leader, dude. Yeah, like cult leader type thing. Yeah, 
So I like I mean in the the action was nice. The violence was there. I mean, it was there. <laughs> it was there. It was, but yeah, but it, it was fun, and I liked. I liked especially in the first episode where things kept like skipping, and like suddenly he's got a gun in his hand, and there's a dead guy next to him, and he's like, "What the hell just happened?" That's great editing, right? It's just, it, it was it was perfect because you knew something happened, but you were like, "What just yeah. happened?" Yeah, that's... he doesn't even know what happened, so it's nice because it sticks with your main guy, and so you don't know what he doesn't know. Um, they did a great job of doing so, that. Yeah, though. it was really well done. Throughout the episode. The only problem I did kind of have with it is that the end, like he kind of blacks out at the end, and then when he comes back, everything is solved because yeah. somebody else took over the body, but we didn't get to watch it, so it was a little unsatisfying that it was just kind of like, oh, well, now it's over. <laughs> now, I was I was very satisfied with the third personality. Yes. I, I'm glad Shoney finally came out. And he come, when he was inside his psyche, inside his mind, when he died... He saw that coffin. I mean, the coffin. There was a coffin that, yeah, it was kind of rumbling or moving or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So so somebody I, I, else clearly in there. I, I knew that's Jake. Yeah. So, yeah, I really enjoyed that because I know you you read some of the recent Moon Knight, right? I've started reading the. Yeah, the I've been reading the uh, the most recent run. See, there you go. You became a Moon Knight fan. <laughs> yeah, so I enjoy it. And Tigra shows up. I've always been a fan of Tigra. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they're dating. Good for them. I mean, no, don't spoil it for me. I haven't read them. Spoilers, behind. they're dating. Oh, yeah, I'm behind, dude. Why the fuck you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I was a fan. I'm playing with you. All right, so anyway, Moon Knight came out. Then we get Miss Marvel. Right? Miss Marvel's the first one I did not watch. I still have not watched Miss Marvel. I'm going to keep it brief. So I mean, it was I, not meant, meant for really me. Care. It was not meant for me. <laughs> so, yeah, it was like this was one of those ones that Leslie does, wasn't really interested in watching. So she was like, "You can watch it on your own." But that was after several episodes were already out, and once that happens, I forget to go back. Same thing happened with me for Andor. Yeah, I still have not watched Andor, even though people have been raving about how good it is. Yeah, Miss Marvel. Once it's passed, I just kind of like. Got other stuff I'm doing. Yeah, Miss Marvel for me, man, was not for me, dude. It's just, I mean, first of all, she's a fangirl. Which is nothing wrong with that, right. you know. And I, I always thought to myself, how she know about Miss Captain Marvel? Because she never been on Earth that much. There's one movie, and she came in the end game, and that was it. I mean, how did he know she's around? I know she was there at the beginning when she realized, oh, I have all these powers, and yeah. then she like flew off, you know, away. Right. And then, yeah, she came back during Endgame, and then that was pretty much it. That was it? Yeah. Huh? That's besides the point. But yeah, she was only there at the battle, so right. I, I guess I guess Somebody what did. happened at the battle was legendary enough. Yeah, that everybody had their phones somewhere, who knows. But Miss Marvel was not for me, man, so I'm going to move on to the next one. So the, <laughs> the other one, man, was for me was Iron, Iron Groot was a short. Right, so this one I was, you know, I counted it, but it was a question, should it count? It was like, what, six episodes? Yeah, it counts. And they were all like three minutes long? I'm going to count that, man. I'm going to put that in there. You know why? Because it was enjoyable. It was fun to watch. Okay, so here's the funny thing about that. It was fun. It was it basically focused on Baby Groot. Yes. Um, so you're like, oh, Baby Groot, this is going to be fun. They were kind of dark. <laughs> yeah, they were. fun. <laughs> You're like, damn, I was not expecting these to be as dark as this. But yeah. They were funny. They were funny. They were enjoyable. Yeah, so that the I Am Groot, then we get She-Hulk. No, wait a minute. You're getting Werewolf by Night. I had She-Hulk before Werewolf by no, Night. No, Werewolf by Night came before She-Hulk. Yep. 
Okay, well, let's just talk about one. Because it may have come out while the other one was actually showing. Not really. I don't enough, know. I, did. I remember this. I, I was stoked about Werewolf by Night because I, I was talking about how... That one came out around Halloween. Yeah, so Halloween, whenever, yeah. But I don't remember when She-Hulk came out. Came out later. She-Hulk was out this year. No, no, it just no, came out. No, 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 no. It was last year. It came out, like, in the fall. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's also when Halloween is. So, it came after Werewolf by Night. Yeah, it came right after. Yeah, it did. It, it did. It did. Werewolf by Night was... You know what? I cannot do that. It's a TV special. It was more like a movie. It, was it more... is, but that doesn't mean we can't talk about it. Okay. So, I mean, Werewolf by Night, man, I really enjoyed it, dude. I, 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 did, I, I did like that one. I did, dude, because it was, once again, something different. Right. That they established, okay, there's more than superheroes now. We got the supernatural. We got vampires. We got werewolves. We got ghouls. And we got all that stuff, right? Right. And um, it could have showed an illustration of it in the beginning of the, um, the, the TV show. Mm-hmm. And... And what got me stoked was Man Thing, dude. Yes. So, yeah. So they have Werewolf by Night. They have Elsa Bloodstone. Right. Which we love her character. Right. So it's nice to have her. And then, yes, they have Man Man Thing. Thing. What was his name? Simon? Not Simon. Stan? No. It wasn't Steve, but it was like something like that. Yeah, I was looking for him. I was looking for my friend. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, what? Then, but the violence. Yes. Of it all. Now, if it was in color, it didn't. They wouldn't probably show it, but it was in black and white. Yes. And when you, this guy got his knife shoved in his mouth, I'm like, what? I'm like, they get away with this? Then you see Russell, who was just werewolf by night, turns to a werewolf. He going ham. He blood splat everywhere. Yeah. I like if this was in black. I mean, color, they wouldn't even show it. But it's in black and white. Right, they wanted that old retro horror right. feel for it, yeah. which is cool. I enjoy that. So yeah, and it, yeah, it was that was the fun thing about the way it was made too. It yeah, was black and white, and it kind of was like it had like a sheen over it that it made sure it feel did. like it was. Hey, this is like the early days of Hollywood. Yeah, you hear like this. when we're making like the old Bella Lugosi Dracula and you know um, the werewolf and. Those, yeah, that was that, the that, mummy that what it was. and yeah. that type of stuff. Yeah, so it was. You see little dots right there, and right? Yeah. So yeah, the flickering on the you know on the cells and stuff like that. The uh, that was cool. Yeah, I, the I like film that. Reels. But then it went to color afterwards. Right. Then you actually see man. Cause man thing, it was CGI, but it also was practical too. They had mm-hmm. practical. They had a big model of this damn thing, dude. Yeah. It was from the pages of the comic book, and I was so happy to see that. And by the way, because I got mad thing right here on the mm-hmm. So, I mean, I enjoyed that. So, that was a plus. And then we get She-Hulk. Now, She-Hulk, I'm going to let you take that one, dude. Okay, so, <laughs> She-Hulk, uh, She-Hulk was fun. I- I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed She-Hulk. Uh, I- it-, it was definitely trying to be meta. It was... <laughs> really, uh, do Yeah, that's yeah. the word, right? You know, it was nice to see Daredevil, although I was kind of disappointed, well, for two reasons. One... That fucking like red and mustard yellow outfit that's original. that was from his original, that's original yeah. ugh, did not look good. I'm glad it sounds like they're going back to his original good. red for yeah. the Netflix or for the um, TV show. Uh, yeah, Born Again. Yeah. Um, but it was nice to see. You know, it's always nice to see him. But yeah, he was. He didn't feel like edgy or angry enough. You know, he felt a little too lighthearted. 
Um, oh, but that's going to change. Which kind of threw me off. Yeah, I think it's going to change. But, you know, that kind of threw me off a little bit, especially since we were used to Charlie Cox being the Netflix version, right. who is just very dark. And uh, But it was nice to see that. And I did, you know, I enjoyed the, the fun that, you know, She-Hulk was poking um, with things. And um, what's her name? Did a very good job uh, as Acting. Uh, that plays She-Hulk. Yeah, no, I don't know why I'm She played uh, Orphan Black. Or, yeah, from Orphan Black. I can't pronounce her name. But, yeah, so she was good. But the end got a little too meta, and I didn't really care for it too much. I get what it was doing, and it was kind of funny, but at the same time, I don't know. It just yeah. didn't completely work for me. Especially because what's fun about it is that the exact point she makes with that what oh we're gonna end with this big fight and it's gonna be you know yeah. he's gonna turn into whatever uh, which show was it that Ali Maville Secret Invasion then goes and does exactly what she made fun of oh yeah but we can get to that one later but that's what's funny about it is that she points out this crucial like oh and now it's gonna be the fight and you know he's gonna suddenly take on powers and we're gonna you know it's like why what did, you know and so she subverts that but then Marvel doesn't learn it's, its own it's lesson, lesson. Mm. and uses it later. So it's like, all right. Yeah. But, that was a, but it was a fun show. It it's, was fun, dude. Know, I mean. Quirky I, comedy. I couldn't, get, I couldn't get over Scar, though. Oh, oh yeah. That I, was awful. I've, I've completely blanked out all the, the regular Hulk stuff. That's, yeah. Because, no, I, I always, Planet Hulk bullshit. Hulk having kids and whatever. I was like, hey, do man, not don't, bring that stuff don't, don't, into don't do the that, MCU. Man. I like Planet Hulk. Don't play with me. I read it. I liked it. You could like it. I thought it was stupid. Well, but that's like, just me. I liked it. Um, but then, yeah, the whole. But I thought it was stupid to bring that in. But having the whole kids and yeah, whatever. And so now Scar is there, and he just looks stupid. What the hell? That I was think. terrible CGI. I tell um, man. But you so know. it's like, yay! Now we have to put up with this and fucking Star Fox from the Eternals. Fuck this. <laughs> so yeah, that happened. So I mean, I watched it. I finished it. It's done. Right. How I felt about it. So, yeah, it was, that's, was She-Hulk was the last one? No. 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 There's one more. Oh. Well, I mean, there's the, the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Oh, that's true. Probably the that was very one. nice. It was, it was cute. That one was fun, and it was a nice bridge between, you know, the last two and Guardians. Three. Yeah, two and three. Yeah, in between um, two and three, yeah. You know, and the, yeah, so it was, it was just kind of a fun little romp with Kevin Bacon. With Kevin and, Bacon. And, yeah. <laughs> so, oh. yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was Kevin Bacon opportunity to play with his band. Yep, <laughs> that's what that was. Yeah. But I mean, anytime, anytime you let James Gunn have fun with the Guardians, it's always a good time. It is. That's a guy who knows how to do it right. Well, we hope he does DC right. Yeah. Unfortunately, with Blue Beetle, that was already in the can before and, he but got But he didn't there. direct he didn't Blue Beetle it. either. Um, <laughs> you know, but you know, like he did, he did Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, the good one, not the bad one. <laughs> And, you know, and Peacemaker. Peacemaker yeah. And both of those were great. Right. Um, so, you know, I have hopes that anything he makes will be good and enjoyable. You know, some of the others, yeah, they're his projects, but it's whether, you know, the director has a lot more control over you know certain I'm, aspects. You know what I'm interested in? The uh, Creature Commandos. <laughs> the animation, I want to see how that goes. Yeah, that's pretty neat. But, um, but yeah, back to... So, yeah, the Guardians of the Galaxy special, it was fun. Yeah. You know, it was great. We can, you know, not much to say about no, that. No, really, it was great. I mean, you know, it was, it was Christmas. Right. It was a holiday special, baby. Exactly. You know? So, that was the, in the phase four. Yes. 
Now, we're going to briefly talk about phase five because my friend here got some bullet points. I want to hear them out. Okay, so, well, I mean, let's, first, just, let's start with like... Quantumania. Okay, we'll start with Quantumania. Okay. Now, let me go on the riff on this. So, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Just okay. I went to the movies to see it. I don't know if it was the movie theater or just the movie in general. It was dark, man. It's like in the beginning when Scott was just talking about how he became the Avenger, he saved this and that uh -huh. and all that. It was bright. But when it got into the quantum realm, it was awful. The, yeah. the, the vision was not good. The CGI was not good at all for me. Mm -hmm. And the story, my God, the story was just not cohesive at all. Well, so... Here's the thing. We this was another one that we did not watch in theaters. We watched. I didn't this, either. We watched oh, this I didn't one see the theater, but I watched it when it finally came around. Dude. Um, but this one, when we finished the movie, Leslie was like, "That movie was completely unnecessary." Right. Everything that happened in that movie does not matter to the MCU at large at all. Not a bit. And I thought about it, and I was like, "You are one hundred percent correct." And it's a shame because. I like Paul Rudd. I like, you know, his character, Scott Lang and Ant-Man. And, you know, the other two were great. This one just was not. It just kind of felt like they had an Ant-Man movie on the schedule. So they had to do something. And this is what they came up with. And Now, I don't know how true it is. How true it is, but they kind of like cut corners on the CGI. That's, well, that's a big thing that we can, you know, that they've been doing recently is... Well, I think that's part of the problem with all of these projects that they're doing, all the TV shows, all the movies that they're cramming in in the last several years, is that they're overworking their CGI staff. Yeah. So a lot of things are coming out looking kind of crappy, and you know. Yeah, no, that's my point of that movie is that it's in the quantum. No, no, it's not. It's crappy. It was right. terrible. But, it was terrible. Right. So yeah, it didn't. It didn't look great. I don't even want to talk about Modok. Well, I don't want to talk about that, dude. I don't want to talk about that, okay? That was just awful looking. No, we want to talk about that. That was just so stupid. So, they, yeah. need, they, need, they ain't going to need him at all. Yeah. No, it was completely unnecessary. Well, like I said, all of it was completely unnecessary. But the whole idea, oh, oh, don't, don't do that experiment. There, it turns out there's a realm down there with Kang the Conqueror and a whole bunch of people in this, that I've never told you about. And I had so a problem you, with that, too. Yeah, so you have no reason to, you know, so why to keep that suspect secret? something. Yeah, it, it was stupid. The whole movie is a big a big ass retcon, and I didn't like that from the start. Even just hearing um, when I heard about what the plot was ahead of time. For me, but when yeah, I heard that, when I heard he was playing the villain, and nothing. Why why he got to do with that Ant Man? Ant Man. Are we talking about Modok? No, no, the Conqueror. Yeah, yeah, he was not an Ant Man villain. I was yeah, like, why so you're gonna part? get yeah, gonna get the introduction to Kang the Conqueror. But then what ends up happening is it looks like they destroyed him. Yeah. Which also kind of, it kind of hurts your entire storyline if you're leading up to the Kang Dynasty, like, Avengers movie, where, like, you're making it out like he's going to be the big bad. And maybe he's not. Maybe that's going to be something they subvert with, like, Galactus or something. Right. But, Ooh, we love Galactus. Yeah, well, we're not going to go into the Fantastic Four uh -oh. movie and the problems they're having right now. No, not. Uh -oh. And who knows what's going to happen with that movie. But, um... But if he's the one that they're building it up to now show that, oh, yeah, we could beat that guy. Yeah. He's not as big a threat as he would have been had you not introduced him in that movie. Or had him get away or, you know, something. Well, I will but say it's this. not a very satisfying ending to have Kang just suddenly get away scot-free. Scott, Scott 
Scott. Yeah, but um, Scott, I mean, up there, now you got me confused. Kang. But Kane, the Conqueror, I mean, but at the end credit, we see the Council of Kane. Which, right. by the so way, Jonathan Major did a hell of a job there. playing that, those different variations, dude. He does, but yeah, we're going to have to That's, get into that, too. Is yeah. That now there's the issue of his domestic abuse charges. Right. Um, so, yeah, he's got a court date coming up for that. Right. We'll see how that works out. So, yeah, right now it's like they could just get rid of Kang completely or have to recast him, him or something. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, when an actor gets in trouble in the real world, it can kind of mess up your long-term plans. We'll see how it happens. So, how yeah. it plays out. Still have to see how that shakes out. But. So, yeah, Quantumana was not my favorite. Poor, poor way to start Phase 5. Yeah, it's very poor execution, which is a shame because, like I said, I, I like Ant-Man. Um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I liked it. This was a great movie. Yeah. Okay, so this was like the one bright spot since, like, Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> For you. If we're talking about movies. For you. Hawk no, actually, Hawkeye came before Spider-Man, but Moon Knight was after. But, uh, but yeah, so pretty much since Moon Knight, this is like the best thing that's happened so far. Damn, Trevor. Yeah, everything else kind of was like... Yeah, I would say Guardians, man. I was telling somebody, saying, man, is this better than one or two? I said, I put it like this. It's better than two. It's better than two. Three is better than two to me. It's not better than one. So my order was three... No. One, three, and two. That's my order of how I my highlight them, mm. right? Because three was refreshing after watching that damn god awful Quantum Mania. It cleaned my palate a little bit. <laughs> you know, I needed something. You actually saw Guardians three before. We oh saw yeah, Quantum right. Mania, yeah, right. Yeah, and I wouldn't feel so bad. You know, watching Quantum Mania, but I think James Gunn did a great job with that movie. Gave everybody a chance. Everybody had their own swan song in there, right? right? Yeah. Everybody had their time to shine. Everybody had had their own thing. But the movie was basically about Rocket, when you look at it that way. But right. well, well, technically, if you've been paying attention, and James Gunn actually did admit this, yeah. that the secret protagonist of these movies Star. has always been Rocket. Rocket, yeah. Like Star Lord is the main character that you kind of follow. But Rock, if you've noticed, Rocket right. has been a big. Protagonist oh, he, as well. Dude, he, he played a major part so in Infinity yeah. War. So he's been the secret protagonist throughout this entire thing. Yeah, he was a major player in Infinity War and Infinity Saga. I mean, yes. both movies. Yeah. So yeah, it was a nice. It was a nice way we get we get we finally get Rocket's backstory, and unfortunately, the the biggest issue with the movie is really that we don't see Rocket interacting with the rest of the team throughout right, the movie throughout because. The movie, yeah. He's kind of in a coma, and the whole point is they're trying to save him. Right. That's the plot of the movie. So we get some of his backstory through, like, his memories or whatever. Oh, that high showing what happened. High um, right. So, yeah, to show what a dick the high evolutionary is. He's a dick. Is. But, um, but, yeah, it's just, it's nice because everybody gets their moment. Everybody gets, like, their nice send-off and puts them in a place at the end of the movie where... You know, because a lot of the actors aren't planning on coming back. No, so it's like a nice place to be like, okay, this is where they are. And, you know, if we see them again, we'll see them again. And if we don't, we don't. Um, I do hope we do see the Very actual Guardians, Guardians, you know, Rockets Guardians team that we see at the end again. We might. But, yeah. We might. Because they have to play a role in this whole right. and universe. Sure, and, and like I said, you know, the nice thing that I've said about Rocket and Groot the entire time is that, yes, you have to get the voice actors, but they're CGI creations. Yeah, they come in time, yeah. yeah. You don't have to worry about them aging. Mm -mm. You don't have to worry too much about, like, you know, actors' contracts. Nope. You know, things like that, so. Well, yeah, like I said, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, High Evolution, they had a God complex, and 
he was such a dick. But man, dude, the scene that you know when Rocky got on top of the High Evolutionary, just going uh, in, yeah, the quest scratching him up. Then face. we see actually really how he really looked. Yeah, and the skull was a Skeletor. <laughs> yeah, it basically looks like yeah, Skeletor, a, a, a fucked up red skull as well. Yeah, was, right. Yeah. And I'm like, woo, we, I didn't see that coming. That's the reason why the skin would pull back. Yep. And they dropped the F-bomb. I said, okay. Yeah, I'm like, cool. That, yeah. And Jane comes and said, hey, man, I'm not coming back. I might as well do it. <laughs> exactly. You know? But all in all, man, um, um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, man, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I think that was, it was one of the better Guardians movies of the four. Because yeah. you got you to gotta count the um, yeah, holiday special, I, yeah, too. Yeah, I don't know exactly even how to how to rank them. And I'm not even going to bother trying. Yeah. But um, As a whole, it's a great series. Because I love them all, and there's, so, there's good things in each one yeah. that really stand out. Um, but overall, I think his entire trilogy and, you know, the extra, like the Christmas special yeah. and whatever that he did yeah. were all fantastic. And this was just a good closeout to that series. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not for Star Lord. So it's refreshing. <laughs> Star Lord has to deal with his neighbors. Yes, right. Yes, right. <laughs> On Earth. Well, I'm glad he had his in his 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 good his thing too with his grandpa. Yeah. Because Mantis said, "Why you just go back to Earth? Yeah. He could, he, he, he could just go back. back. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was back on Earth for a minute for Infinity. I mean, Endgame. That was it. Yeah." He had opportunity. I think she mentioned that too when he was on Earth the last. Yeah. Did she mention that in the movie? I think. I don't know. I don't know if there was time. Yeah. He's, the only time he was really on the earth was the during the battle. Yeah. But he still could have seen his granddad. He could have. Dick. Yes. I'm sorry. Exactly. He should have been a dick. But anyway, so that's one point. That's one thing you made, right? So after that, we get a TV show, <sighs> so Secret now we Invasion. Now Secret Invasion. Let me talk about this one. Yeah. Okay. Now, let me go to the comic book reference once again. Secret Invasion was one of the better events that Marvel did in the past I say decade, you know. It was written by Brian, Brian Bendis, which at that time he was at the height of Marvel writing Ultimate Spider-Man, the Avengers stuff, this right here. It was, a, to me, that was the peak of all the good shit, right? Mm -hmm. So Marvel Studios decided, hey, let's do Secret Invasion. Yeah, yeah, okay. We do that. Right. And um, in Secret Invasion comic book, yeah, everybody. Avengers, X-Men, everybody. Yep. But since Avengers... <laughs> Since we couldn't do it in a TV show, so we had to limit the characters. Right. Because of budget reasons and story-wise. I said, all right, cool. So the first episode of Secret Invasion, I said, okay. Well, here, before you even get into that. Right. So basically, Marvel said, hey, guy who's writing the scripts for... Don't read. Hey, don't bother reading the and comic. And that's the messed up part about the situation. So it's like, yeah. Why not let me get the source call, material? Just call it something else. Yeah. If that's what you're going to do. Yeah, why you let the man read the source material? Right. I Give get that they concept. wanted him to come up with something fresh and different, but it's like... You could do both. You yeah. could just read the source material and say, oh, I don't want to put that in. I'm going to try something different. Right. Which they didn't allow him to do. But it probably also would have helped if, you know, we would have been more receptive to it if what he had actually written was any good. Thank you. But so, go ahead. I mean, so Episode one. Episode one. All right, Nick Fury is back. Nick Fury has been gone for years. Right. And he, no, he did show up. For the well, Tony Stark, so he got he got blipped. Blipped. He came back. He came back. So yeah, he's like five years behind the right. curve. And he shows up to the um, Tony's funeral. Okay, we get that. So he goes back in space. Where you been, Nick? Oh, I've been up in space for the past five, six, or whatever. Right. You know, and, and Saber. That's the name of Saber. Yeah. Which, by the way, was Saber replaced by Sword because Sword was the station that was in space. Right. And that, but it made an appearance in One Division. It was in One Division. 
So to me, man, the first episode, I said, all right, cool, it's different. I like it. It's, it's dark, you know. And you need, uh, what's his name? Martin Freeman played, uh, what's his the agent from um, Black Panther. Yeah, I don't know why I'm blanking out. Yeah, he, Ross. Ross. So Ross shows up. Ross? Yeah, it was Ross. Even though there's some Asian Ross. It's Asian Ross, wasn't it? Yeah, but I think his name is Ross too. Yeah, yeah so he shows up. I said, all right, cool. All right, he shows up. He just scrolled. I said, all right, cool. He, all right. I said, oh, God, here we go, man. So the first episode was okay. Then we get to the second episode. Well, you forgot that the end of the first episode... The way it ended pissed a lot of people off. So the ending had to end it, had to end it, Like killing Maria Hill? That was the first episode, wasn't it? I thought it was yep. the second. Well, yeah, that was the first that episode. Was the end of the first yeah, one. it pissed me off. That was. I'm like, really, dude? You really killed off? Like, y'all did Asian Coulson? Now you kill her? Yeah. Uh, an underutilized character this entire time. Man. And when you finally were like, Secret Invasion, yes. We finally get, you know, Nick Fury and Maria Hill. and Nope, we're going to kill Maria Hill right at the beginning. Oh, so, stupid, man. Yeah. So now she's out, out of the picture. Out of the picture. Nah. Which, at that point, I was kind of like... Eh. You know, I'm not going to go for detail. I didn't detail. really enjoy this one, and then I didn't really look forward to watching the second. So I well, just never watched the rest I'm, of the show. I'm, I'm just not going to go with per episode. I'm going to say it like this. No. Throughout the whole entire ep- series, the, the goal is... That the scrolls are here. You had a, fra- a faction that are against them, trying to find a home. Right, they're mad because because Nick Fury, Fury was promised to help them find a home like 20, 25 years ago. ago. He promised them him right. and Captain Marvel too. Right. They promised, but in all time, Nick said there was no place. Right. Period. So that's the whole reason for this whole secret invasion. They was like, you know, you screwed us, dude. You supposed to be our savior, this and that, and you made this promise. You screwed us. So you know what? We're gonna take matters in our own hands. We're gonna infiltrate the government. We're gonna replace them with our scroll agents, which they did. Right. You know they did all that. But the bigger, the big kicker is this: Rody. They made Rody a scroll. Now this is what we're going back to what I was saying earlier in this podcast is that Rody was in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. He was in Endgame, Infinity War, Civil War. All right, in Age of Ultron. Yeah. Okay. What was the time when he was abducted as a replacement? Right. That's that's the big question. And based on what the writer or the director said... Uh, he said during... He's, he's suggesting that it was during Civil War while he was in the hospital after he got shot so, out of the sky right, by Vision. Right. Which means everything that he did in Infinity War and Endgame okay. was a scroll. And showed up in Falcon and the Soldier. He, he was when scroll. he showed up, when Tony Stark was dying of radiation poison after he snapped Thanos and his crew away, that was and it was like all teary and like you know, be like or like all calm and like you know, you, you know, you're good, Tony. Way to go. That was a scroll. BS. When he was at Tony's funeral, the that was, was a scroll. When he met up with Sam Wilson, that, that was, was a, a scroll. scroll. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like wow. So it basically retcons a lot of stuff and pretty much ruins his entire fucking character. Yeah, it's now stupid. Now they're trying to fix it now because now, because remember, Armor War is supposed to have been a TV series. Now it's oh, now it's gonna be a movie. Now you got the red, you got the retcon. Yeah. All you got to change all this shit. But now you've pissed off everybody, so nobody's gonna go want to go watch Armor Wars. None. And I do. I use fucking care. I know. It's it. This entire TV show was a lesson in what not to do. I didn't even watch it, but I paid attention to the, you know, like what was happening. I read like the, you know, like the, the synopsis of the episodes and things. 
So it's like, yes, you killed off Maria Hill. Great, you just pissed off a lot of people because you killed off a strong female character who is underutilized. Again. At some point, you also kill off Talos, Ben Mendelsohn's character. Okay, fine, but we liked his character. That's kind of a shitty thing to do. Uh, There was a part where they also had... Nick Fury's wife, which I, who well, I didn't see that a, comment, a scroll right, who turns out to also be a scroll. I didn't see that comment. They suggest that she did something with Drakoff, which happens with that Budapest thing with Black Widow, which now takes away some of Black Widow's um, victory for that. Uh, so that that doesn't go over very yeah. well either, because now you've taken away from somebody. And then of course you have the whole. Oh, by the way, I took DNA from every, every superhero at the you know the battle against Thanos. all the DNA, right? So, including DNA of people that weren't even there, right? For some reason, and I've kept it in a lockbox, and that's what the scrolls are trying to get. So now we've given it to the scrolls. So Gravik, the guy who's leading this rebellion, yeah. and Gaia, Gaia who's the daughter, Thanos, Taylor's daughter, Taylor, yeah, they both take it. So now they're super scrolls with like all the powers. And Gaia kills Gravis. So now she's the most she powerful. Has all of the powers in the world, and she can shapeshift. This character that's is a problem. Way overpowered that's a for problem. a character you just introduced in and this that's a, show. That's a problem. They already had a Captain Marvel problem. You've noticed we haven't seen much of Captain Marvel lately. She no. shows up in Endgame for like five minutes. Yep. You know she doesn't show up in Infinity War at all because she's too powerful. It's like if you sh- if she shows up, she'll just solve it by punching things. And now you, you can got, fly through a spaceship without getting hurt. It, then, yeah, it kind of defeats the purpose. Then you got Gaia, which, like you say, now you've just made somebody so even more, more powerful, powerful than Captain Marvel. Yeah. What are you gonna do with this character? <laughs> stupid. Stupid. I, I agree. Totally. That's stupid. It so yeah, stupid. this entire show was just one. I, I know one thing though. Way to I, I ruin you, everything. I tell you this though, they didn't hold back on the bloodshed. I tell you that much. I was surprised with the bloodshed they had, man. The last episode, man, when Nick Fury was Nick Fury was talking to the president, he went on live TV and talking about I'm gonna get you scrolls and this and that. And Nick Fury okay. said, "So yeah, now he's yeah he's also open. But any I, any aliens or any you know, aliens. foreign yeah foreign whatever you know creatures or whatever that are on Earth." Are now, now like target you know public enemy number, number one. one. And you got these um these groups. Uh, just vigilantes just killing them yep. killing the scrolls even the humans that once was uh, taken by the scrolls and came back shot them too shot the prime minister dead in the head dude I said whoa I, a dead head shot I'm like Disney y'all showing this I'm like, dude I'm telling you some of them part, part of that TV series was dark because mm-hmm. a lot of people died man i like they really went went that went there in that series you know, then all of a sudden, Nick Fury told the president, man, you're a one-term president. And probably is because he's not the president. One, of the, Well, it looks like Thunderbolt, but Ro- uh, Ro- Ross might be. Ross is going to be. Yeah, so he's like the one. played by Harrison Ford now that uh, John Hurt, I think. Is dead. Yeah. Passed away, yeah. Yeah, yeah so he told him. William Hurt. William. William. Yeah. He told um, him that he's going to be a one-term president, which he is. He's, he, he's kind of messed up, dude. When you go, in reality, the retaliation, the way he did I mean, any yeah, nutcase going to go do what... Right. It's, But, yeah, so, you know, it's but, like, if that's the direction they're planning and going, that's fine. But, unfortunately, I think Secret Invasion left a bad taste in everybody's mouth. Yeah, man, it was like... And it was. the Marvels, 
is hinges on this show. Uh huh. So that does not spell, you know, uh, very good tidings for that movie. They better hope and hope that this gives them ticket returns in this Ms. Marvel. I mean, the Marvels. Yeah. You hope the ticket sales are good. Good if not. Honestly, I don't think so. Because you already have the favorites. You already have the deck stacked against you. Right. Because Captain Marvel, the first movie, wasn't the best outing. No. It was okay, but it wasn't great. Um, You also have a lot of misogynists who don't like the fact that there's a very powerful woman. Especially the fact that she is the most powerful woman. Although not anymore. Now Gaia is. Yeah, right. So she's the most powerful character in the entire MCU. Which, of course, pisses men off. Um, so that didn't help in the first place. People were review bombing, review bombing that movie before it even came out. Yeah. Specifically because they're misogynist pigs. Um, and so now you already have that stigma where people are like, I didn't like the first one. I'm not going to see it. Or you have all the misogynists going, I'm not going to see it. I don't want to go see a lady. You know, Brie Larson up. is a good actress, but she, as playing Captain Marvel, there's something missing from her, from the character trait of her. It's hard to tell because, she, like I said, it's the Captain Marvel problem. She's yeah. barely shown up. Right, yeah. She showed up in her own movie, but beyond that, she shows up in like a couple minute segments. That's yeah. it. So you haven't really had a chance to get to know her because she's too powerful. You you know, that you can't just bring her in all the time because then what's the point of having any other character? True. Uh, but so, yeah, it's because of things like that, it's already stacked against them. And... You know, a couple of the other characters that are in this show are from the TV shows. Yeah, they are. So half your audience hasn't watched those TV shows. So they don't know who Ms. Marvel is. They don't know who Monica Rambeau is. Nope. So. Yeah, And then, of course, you're following this really shitty Secret Invasion TV show, which pissed a lot of people off, and it follows directly from that. Yep. So it's like, well, why do I just want to want a continuation of bullshit? I'm a pass. I'm so, sorry. Oh, I'm I'm hard passing. I'm passing on that. I'll now. probably watch it when it comes on Disney Me too, Plus I'm passing if it. I keep my Disney Plus subscription. You paying yearly, right? No, it's it switched to monthly. Once when it, once it went up to ten ninety nine, it went up monthly. At least it did for me because they would have renewed me for another year at the the price because my renewal came like five days before the price increase. So they just said, you know what? Never <laughs> mind. Have five free days. We're going to charge you ten ninety nine every month from now on. Oh, my renewal was way before that. So when they renewed, they renewed like yearly. Yeah, no, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't let me do it. I could. I didn't even have the option to renew because they were like, "No, we want to charge you more money." Damn, dude. So yeah, but there's not much that I watch on it anymore. There's not much I really care about with the MCU. So I, I told Leslie after Loki, we may just, I may just stop it. Loki season it's two. It's going yeah. up to thirteen ninety nine a month. Ah. So. Oh, well, they pushed back Echo too, didn't they? No, I think Echo's going to drop, so maybe I'll I think Echo watch it. Yeah. yeah, but and now with the strike, they're not really putting out much for a while. True, so, I just be rewinds. Yeah, when Daredevil finally drops, I'll renew it again. But yeah, yeah, streaming services. The streaming, let's say, car game or games they be playing, dude, is ridiculous. Yeah, it's just too much money for too much bullshit. True, it's not not worth it for a lot of them anymore. True, that is true. But yeah, man, that's how I feel about this. Phase four up until now, phase five. You know, there's been some duds, some major duds for some of these properties. I mean, some of these shows and movies. And uh, I, and my expectations are low. <laughs> I'm gonna keep them very, very low. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, so I've just I've just gotten to the point where. I mean, 
there is no central focal character anymore. You know, we used to have like Iron Man and Captain America as like two main, you know, focus characters in the first three phases. So at least you had something to kind of connect them and hang your hat on. Right. This one, like I said, it's it's individual outings, so you don't really have like a focal character. No, you it don't. Makes it hard. They introduce like two or three new characters in every TV show or movie, but when are they going to show up again? Who knows? So now you have like 500 characters that are sitting out there being wait, just waiting to be used. So what, what happened is they put themselves in a the corner. Right. And they, it's they, hard for them to get out of it yeah, now. They've oversaturated everything. Yeah. Um, now, what, what happened left, now? Yeah, too many dangling threads. Now, with things going what it is now, they had really rescheduled movie projects and everything now. And I think what they have going now, they're going back to the drawing boards. They do. we got to fix this some type of way. And they need to. They need to. Because this, this shit's going to sink quick, man, seriously. And what's going to happen is, when that happened, DC over there, with James Gunn in front of the studio, he's going to make things happen. Yeah. And maybe that might what happen. So, yeah, yeah, now they've actually got some potential competition. Right. So, get on the back of the drawing board, man. But anyway. Yeah, they, they just, yeah, they, they need to right the ship. They need to fix things. Because at this point... I don't really have anything I'm I'm looking that forward to. There's Daredevil. And yeah, there's Daredevil. (laughs) And they bring the Punisher back. That's must And that's fine. But I'm I'm not a big fan of the Punisher. Not the reason why I say that because I'm surprised. Right. Why bring him back? He's one of the violent ever characters created. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to Deadpool. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We'll see how that turns out. Right, but yeah, I mean, this this is not much to hang my hat on anymore. I'm just, I'm kind of mad. I, I think Deadpool is their introduction to the mutants. I think so. Yeah, they clean the house and they're gonna bring in the mutants, man. Right. But anyway, man, Trevor, you know what? It's always great to have you on this podcast, brother. Thank you very much. It's always good to be here. Yeah. So, how can people reach you on any social media outlets? <laughs> none. Actually, none. Yeah, I dropped Twitter way back in January. Follow me on and Facebook. Yeah, I mean, but I don't post on Facebook much either, so <laughs> I'm well, pretty much non-existent on social media these days, and I'm okay with that. Well, you know what? Y'all can check, check me out on TikTok. And yeah, just if you, being if you really want to send me a message, send it through Amos. Yeah, send it to me. <laughs> TikTok on just being Amos number one, and Instagram. That's it. I'm trying to cut down my social media stuff, too, but that's how you can reach me. Um, if you enjoy this podcast, guys, um, go to um, SoundCloud and subscribe. You know, I hope you enjoyed this um, episode. Peace. Just being a